Earlier, we did ask this question. Which word will make grammar sticklers cringe? Is it regardless, regarding, irrespective, or irregardless? And the answer, which Kathy Lee and I both knew, we're bragging, is irregardless. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless in the year 2014. I am Mark Scalia, back after a long hiatus, which is a, a grandiose term for um, vacation, I guess, time off. Uh, I'm still, <laughs> as always, having some sound issues, um, but uh, we'll we'll get through it. It's the new year, but it's the same problems as always. Um, it's good to be back. It's uh, really good to be back in 2014. I hope that everybody had a, a wonderful holiday season. Uh, with uh, our last show of the War of the Turkey World, um, as it were. Um, and uh, we did have some listeners. But again, I had some glitches that night, too. Having glitches all the time. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is, I think, in general. Uh, so, but now we're back in 2014, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a nice uh, couple weeks. We did not have a show last week, even though it was the first um you know, the first uh, day of the year, the first Wednesday of the year, um, partly because I'm still catching up, which is the way it always is. Uh, but welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And if you want to leave a question or comment for Radio Irregardless, please, uh, you can email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com or you can call our hotline at 978 978- Two one nine nine two nine four, and as we speak, I am putting that up on the big board. There we go. Uh, so, and we have got uh, we've got a few listeners uh, right now. But in case you didn't see the actual title of the broadcast, this is the Welcome to Twenty Fourteen Fan Appreciation Show. But before we get into that. Um, I'm going to do my monologue, my happening now monologue, which I've been um, actually working on uh, for most of uh, Dog's Age. Uh, and uh, it's it's about New Year's resolutions. Now, I, I think over the past three or four years, I've neglected or I've actually opted out of the New Year's resolution thing. Uh, only for the fact that I think it's I think it's false promises. I think it's just it's one of those things that it just it turns everything into a nightmare. And it's just, it's there's no there's no reason. There's just absolutely no reason 
to have that. Um, and I mean, it's good to set goals and want all that stuff. And I can appreciate that. And I really respect it. But most of the time, New Year's resolutions are I'm going to do and I never do. So um, I actually did some searching and there are to- there's a bunch of New Year's resolutions, which everybody kind of has. But uh, I went to the Ask Men um, it's uh, askmen.com, or I think it is, um, and they have the top 10. The number one, the number 10th one is drink more water. <laughs> if you're going to set the standard, make it really fucking low. Um, number nine, make every day a non-zero day. I don't, I don't even know what that means. Non-zero. If, if it's one, good, you're up. I don't even know what that means. Number eight, spend 10 minutes every day in the moment. <laughs> What? This is a guy's website. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Um, yeah, and te- technically, most people spend most of the day either in the past or the future, either thinking about what you had done or you're thinking about things you need to do, and you have to live in the moment, apparently. Um, number seven, eliminate your limiting beliefs. That's a contradiction. If you eliminate your limits, <laughs> then you're just limiting your eliminations. Um, eliminate your limiting beliefs, meaning to the point where, um, don't think you can't, I guess. Number six, be more organized. Uh, that should be on list 10, number 10, because if you're making a list, you're becoming more organized. Number five, disconnect at least once a week, which I think, you know, I try to disconnect as much as possible. But people constantly knock on the door. Um, Take every small opportunity to exercise. Eh, Wrong answer, number four. Uh, Number three, give more compliments. (laughs) Fuck you. It's a good one. Um, Number two, connect with someone you've overlooked. The reason you've overlooked them is because you don't want to connect with them anymore. Let's just put that in the table. And number one, recognize and reward yourself. There we go. There's the selfishness that I've come to know and love from the X-Men. Um, but there's a, another top 10. Uh, top 10 average is what uh, most people are doing. Um, number 10, spend more time with your family. People always want to try to do that a little bit more, which, you know, is, is, is nice. Number nine, fall in love. Um, there we go on that one. Uh, <laughs> number eight, help others in their dreams. What? <laughs> what? I, what, shouldn't that be find your own dreams? Why, you know, I understand the whole give 5% back, but F them. And besides, if it was that important, it would be higher in the list. Number seven, quit smoking. That's more of a directive. Um, learn something exciting. <laughs> Do you know monkeys throw their own shit? That's pretty exciting. Uh, number five, staying fit and healthy. Exercise is one of the ones that gets bumped out all the time. Enjoy life to the fullest. <laughs> Really? These are goals? These are more of a mantra that you're not going to achieve. Spend less, save more. Everybody wants to save money, get organized. And of course, the number one resolution that constantly gets broke, anyone, anyone lose weight. Yes, thank you. Uh, Other than that second or slash, if this was Family Feud, everybody would get it. Lose weight or um, uh, join a gym. Um, They don't actually say go to the gym. They just say, join the gym. And uh, as far as mine does, I'm already there. I've done it. But I've put together my top 10. My top 10 of things that if I were to make resolutions, this is what they would be. Number one, 
Um, and this is in reverse order, of course, one being the lowest and 10 being the best um, or the most valued. Um, number one, I will stop making up excuses to cancel plans. I just won't make any. Number two, <laughs> I will stay at a party for longer than 20 minutes and will make people uncomfortable by telling them this. <laughs> Number three, I will stop binge watching Netflix every other weekend. Instead, I will do it every weekend. Number four, I will stop judging people for their personality and only judge them for their intelligence. Number five, I will not spend an entire Saturday in bed, but allow myself to do so on Sunday. Six, when someone asks me what I'm doing this weekend, I respond with actual plans, floor plans that I will explain to them that they need more permits pulled. Number seven, I will stop ignoring phone calls and text messages in an attempt to seem busy or unavailable. Instead, I will answer them and let them know I cannot talk in that moment. Number eight, I will not eat most of my meals in my room unless they're takeout. Number nine, I will wear pants at least once a day, maybe. Ten, I will make an effort to go out on more dates and make sure my wife does not find out about this. That is my top 10. That's what I'd be doing. And that would be my resolutions. And of course, you might hear some giggling in the background. Um, that is because We've got a uh, special uh, fan appreciation. One of those, I'll, I'm not even going to, I'll just tease it out. We have two uh, amazing people. Uh, one is Karen Scalia. <laughs> Scalia, that sounds familiar. Yes. You know why? Because she's my wife. And this is fan appreciation uh, show. And Karen has actually listened and been a strong supporter of the show every single day. A matter of fact, when things were going crazy in the last show, and um, if you could record it, all you would have heard, what, let me move the mic. All you would have heard is, fuck, I can't believe, what the fuck is, how, this was ready 10 minutes ago. And she's been a great fan. Um, and a very supportive person. Um, so Karen is uh, Karen is actually on the show, and also someone that you've probably seen uh, texting, uh, typing, all these um, all these things. Uh, a loyal listener because of most of the games, and she's been killing the games. And we've decided to have her. Uh, we I've, I've decided to have her on the show, uh, Ms. And I'm going to say Ms. until we get her formal intro. Uh, it's Ms. Kim Santo, um, and uh, you will get a chance to meet our guests. Um, when we come back from the break and we'll be playing some games, a special game um, that we've never played before. And the name of the game is, would you like cheese with that? And that's all I'm going to leave it as. And of course we're bringing back, cause it's a musical theme. I love music. Sounds like sax to me. And those are the games we're going to be playing uh, when we come back from our first break. Um, but that's why it's fan appreciation. And that's exactly what we need to do. So ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to radio, Regardless, we will be right back after this commercial break. At a wedding toast, he confessed to giving the bride chlamydia. People know him as that guy. He'll ask about your children at a urinal. He once approached an undercover officer for drugs in front of a police station. He is 
the most inappropriate man in the world. I don't often drink beer, but when I do, it's at an AA meeting. Stay thirsty, my friends. Hey, everybody, it's Chris Penny, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia on the radio. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978 219 9294. And we're back at Radio Regardless. Yes, that's a good friend of mine, Chris Penne, who was actually on the show a few. Uh, few episodes ago um biz one of the busiest guys working in this business but um i actually made a slight error which um i have to admit because usually most of the errors i make i never admit to um especially not in the show um with me uh i actually misintroduced our guests i always go in alphabetical order and for some ungodly reason um actually i know i did because you could hear the in-studio guest, which would be Karen. So I went with Karen first. But as always, we start with the alphabetical order, which uh, Miss, is it Miss? You want to go with Miss, Kim? Oh, wait a minute. There we go. Miss, Miss Kim. There we go. She's listening. (laughs) Oh, maybe I wasn't even broadcasting. I don't even know. (laughs) Maybe that whole whole thing might have been, see, it's probably another big glitch. Um, So uh, we're back. <laughs> Yay! And I won't know if we're back or not. Um, but uh, would you? Is it Miss or Ms? Ms. Ms. Oh, it's Ms. Kim Santo and Mrs. Uh, Karen Scalia. Ladies, uh, I'll, as, as I always, alphabetical. Kim, introduce yourself. Say hello, and Karen, say hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi there. there we go. All right, Karen. Let me. Let, I get your volume up so you can say something now, Karen. Okay, I'll try that. Hi there again. Oh, there we go. All right. There we go. So because I'm having some uh, some uh, glitches, what I'm going to ask you ladies is when we go to break, um, uh, don't make any noise because <laughs> it's, it's such a professional outfit we're working with here. <laughs> um, so that's funny. So as always, we start in alphabetical order. Now, Kim, uh, mm. you've, you've been a loyal listener. You love the games. You play the games all the time. Um, when we had Jody Sloan on, Jody was like singing your praises because you, you were killing every single um, every single game we were playing with answer among answer among answer among answer. Uh, so please tell our listening audience uh, who you are and, uh, and and what's your affiliation and what you like to do and how you know me and we'll have a little banter as it oh, would. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my name's Ms. Kim Santo. I work at Boston University. Um I know Mark through, uh, he performs as Ebenezer Scrooge on the Salem Christmas Carol Trolley Tours, and I first saw him perform, I want to say it was four, maybe five years ago, and just thought he was absolutely hilarious. And me and my folks have been going back uh, on the trolley basically every year since then, and we just have a blast every year that we go. And I'm glad that now that we have different Scrooges, uh, it's always one of these things that uh, I would love to know when you get tickets, so to make sure that I'm on that particular show. Because yeah, uh, there was 
in the year you didn't do it. I don't know the name of the other guy that played Scrooge, but I was a little disappointed. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. It was probably last year because last year is when we first. Um, well, no, um, Eric, Eric's been doing it, but Eric was uh, filling in for me a couple days because I got very sick. Uh, uh, so I'm just okay. glad that. Um, yes, and for those of you who don't know, I was advertising quite a bit, but uh, the Salem <laughs> Trolley puts on the Christmas Carol, and I play Ebenezer Scrooge, and of course, um, I. I get on the trolley and i is it berate would you use the word berate sure i <laughs> <Yeah>. would <laughs> i would i would just you know i i a, do everything a playful I, jab yes i do everything except actually openly swear at uh people <laughs> um but uh, i think kim i think your your name was um uh, because you're blonde and you're very pretty and of course you're sitting close to the back and i there's a lot of standbys i have but of course you're i i went oh it's Barbie. Um, <laughs> but see, Barbie would be a funny barb, just a little jab. But of course, I called you um, the discount Barbie or the irregular Barbie. Yes. So, <laughs> and that I was said, awesome. And I said, oh, Ken, Ken couldn't come. Ken couldn't make it. You sold him separately. I think I did um, as I took tickets and things like that. And uh, you were on the same uh, trolley. My wife, actually, was playing Mrs. Cratchit. Yes. As well. And uh, I, I sat you in the kids thing where you were one of the children. As that well. was great. Yeah, me and my mom, we got to be the kids. And Karen came and she sat down. And I didn't recognize her at first. And she sort of winked at me. And I just thought, oh, that, that's kind of interesting. Hey, Mrs. Cratchit, how are you? How you doing? <laughs> uh, but then I put two and two together and I figured out, oh, yeah, that's Karen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you work at uh, you work at BU. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I, depending on how much you want to actually say, you actually, you we talked a little bit because it was kind of a mystery to me because it's like one of these things that, like, I got a lot of friends on Facebook and mm-hmm. my memory gets jogged very um, sporadically, I guess. Um, and that's how we kind of knew through the, the Salem trolley and all that. Um, but now through radio, regardless, you're now on a different level, the, like, you know, that. And now because you're on the show, now we have a completely different, just adding to the relationship de- um, dimension. I was about to say dimension. synergy. Gotta yeah, love it. I was going to say dementia for a second. <laughs> Synergistic dementia, that word. Synergistic dementia. Wow, somebody goes to college. Um <laughs> And speaking of college, uh, you work at BU, and can you tell, it's a very interesting job you actually have. Yeah, sure. So I work in a department called Judicial Affairs. Uh, Some people confuse us with the lawyers, with the general counsel. That's not us. What we actually do is um, if you're a BU student, you get in trouble, you break the code of conduct, uh, you might have to come and speak with me or one of my colleagues. That's one side of my my job. And then the other side is I oversee something called off-campus services. So if you're a student looking for an off-campus apartment, um, I try and help you find an apartment i manage the on- online listings so it, it's a two it's a two-part job that i have i, I really like the the lawyer thing <laughs> if the students get in trouble um <laughs> how how busy are you <laughs> pretty busy yeah <laughs> well i mean well it all depends like i mean yeah bu has security of course so mm-hmm. if there's any like drinking or you know excessive party i would imagine but you're probably going to get called if there's like hookers cocaine automatic weapon fire things like that right yeah we're sort of the catch-all for for everything <laughs> so students that live on campus they'll probably go through another department called residence life but if you live off campus or if it's something of a serious nature you'll come directly to us 
Yeah. So, and I used to work what kind of discipline they dole out. I'm sorry, Karen. I want to know what kind of discipline they dole out. Oh, it ranges. <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail because it sort of takes away from the mystery oh, of, of judicial yeah. affairs. So. Well, um, the only thing I know about uh, college discipline is double secret probation. And that's <laughs> that would be the only Yes, thing. Animal House. I would have pulled out the soundbite. Oh, look at that. She's playing without even playing. She's like not even screwing around. <laughs> um, and that's a great way to end it. And now to my immediate left uh, in the studio. Which is, again, uh, my office in my second floor house. <laughs> um, yeah, the big office, and I can't get my sound working out right, um, is my uh, my lovely and talented uh, wife and, uh, uh, let's see, wife, um, peer, um, colleague. Um, that all sounds good pa- to me. Padwan? Should we go with Padwan? <laughs> Padwan learner? <laughs> she knows that way to go. So, uh, Karen, tell the listening audience exactly uh, who you are and what you do. Exactly who I am. I'm not sure I figured that one out yet, but yeah, I'm your other half. Well, metaphysics. Yeah. We're not speaking metaphysically. <laughs> and I'm, and I just, I was, you know, just to give Kim a little bit, I've actually typed in um, list of college words to use to sound more interesting mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> and metaphysically was on the top of the list um, which is ironic because ironic was not on the list uh, <laughs> that could be another resolution of yours no i'm not gonna do that i like my resolutions i do too i want your resolutions I'm, right. my resolution is to adopt your resolutions well well they got a lot to do then you'd have 11 so tell tell our listening audience about you oh a little bit about me i uh let's see i well i uh I, I sometimes get to do these kind of things uh you know once in a while with voiceovers and things like that do a little bit of acting and i run a small business here uh north shore food tours and salem food tours here in beautiful salem massachusetts oh my god you know what i should do i should always put a microphone and headphones on you you sound so quiet and disturbed. <laughs> I'm like this never happens. No, really, you, you, Salem Food Tours, yeah, Salem Food Tours, yeah, which is now in business a year and a half. Yeah, I've been one, in business a year and a half, which is blows my mind. Yeah. One of the sponsors of the show, though not really contributing any money. Uh, Segway, sorry, <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, and you are a voiceover artist. Mm-hmm. You can tell she has a she has a much better voice than I am. I'm I'm more of a character voice, and Karen is a very serious actor. Um, Karen is uh, very talented, and uh, oh, well, you've got a you've got a bunch serious, of serious, but I appreciate that. I'm a serious actor. I only, <laughs> I, I only do drama. Yeah, yeah if you don't Karen blink, has a very smooth voice. <laughs> she does. She does. Yes. Um, only on the microphone. Um, <laughs> you know, if anybody I, knows me, it's not like I wouldn't say any of these things if I wasn't on air. That's the funny part. So, no, tell us about your acting career as well, because I've had actors on the show a bunch of times. Well, yeah. yeah. I, well, if you don't blink right now, about an um, hour and 50 minutes in, you'll see me in American Hustle. But don't blink, don't sneeze, and, yeah. and you'll catch me. Not a great movie, by the way. That's my opinion. A lot of people, a lot of people like Golden Globe crap, you know. Well, there were some good performances in there, but it was... Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can appreciate the performances, but um, Christian overall... Christian Bale. Man, he could... I don't know. He could he could whistle Dixie, and it'd be great. He doesn't need to whistle Dixie. <laughs> He's bad man. <laughs> you have to do that again later. I, li- I like that. I just walk around. What's wrong with you? I'm an FBI agent. <laughs> Dear friends, 
What's going on? Rachel! Rachel! <laughs> Did he win a Golden Globe the other night? Uh, I don't know. I don't watch the. Go- I don't like award shows. You know that. Oh yeah, that's right. I know. But a- what about that scandal they got now about the uh, cigarette smoking? Did you oh, see that one? I don't know if I had it, but I'm certainly lighting up my there electric cigarette right Something now. Something like Julia Louise Dreyfus yeah. because she was smoking the electric cigarette. She's going to affect American teens and their desire to smoke. Yeah, because it it makes it makes smoking look sexy. <laughs> Do they even do, do American teens know who Julie? Ju, I can't even say her no, name. No, Julie Louise Dreyfus. She's been so out of the loop. Nobody even knows who Seinfeld is in the demographic anymore. <laughs> but you know, Caprio was smoking one too. Oh, that's right, Leonardo. He and he that's fine. You cool. know, something. What are they going to do? I mean, it's like you can show somebody having a drink, but you can't have somebody. Show, you know, fuck that, madman. Bring it back. Let's start smoking. <laughs> yeah. And I know Mary's listening. My niece is listening. That's and right. I would never encourage my niece to smoke. But an e-cigarette is really cool because it's just water vapor and nicotine. But I don't know how we're not talking about you right now, Karen. Yeah, see that? <laughs> Back to one. <laughs> the power of diversion. All right, another diversion. I'm going to give a shout out to little uh, Mary who's listening in. Hey, Mary. And I'm going to leave it at that. She knows who she is. So um, you have actually got... Um, uh, you, you know, Karen, as I say, Karen is an actor. Um, and Karen and I met um, 12 years ago when she was in New York and she was doing some a lot of work in New York. And then I started doing some acting work in New York. And uh, then she had moved. And funny story, a lot of people don't know this. Um, Karen lived in New York and I lived here in Boston. And when we met, uh, there was a, a company uh, or a kind of a group called Stage Source, uh, which is about actors um, kind of networking this before Facebook this is you know 12 years ago so Facebook didn't even exist um, in the terms that we know it is now um, and we went there for kind of a dinner conference kind of thing and Karen's friend knew somewhat a friend of mine and I didn't know anybody except that one person and as luck would have it we kind of started talking and then I walked her to her rent-a-car which I didn't know was a rent-a-car I'm like rent-a-car you don't have your own car that's crazy um, but I went and she goes what did you say your last name was and I said it's Scalia and she goes oh my god you're Phyllis's brother. And I went, well, yeah, Phyllis is my sister. What's up? Long story short, too late. Um, Karen went to high school with my sister um, and she had graduated. And the reason Karen and I kind of never met is because I went to a vocational school in Wakefield. And Karen went to a high school uh, that we kind of grew up in. And she lived in the same town as me and blah, blah, blah. I never met and all that, you know, so it's this whole, it's an interesting little story, a little story. And you are three years younger than me, you know, and so back then, you know. Yeah, cuckoo kachoo. All right, Mrs. Robinson, <laughs> you want right. to scandal. Yes. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> That's what it is. I totally, I'm in the mood to just have some brandy or whiskey tonight. I'm sipping tea. It's just not, it's not cutting it. Who's drinking? Hopefully all I'm of our listeners. Tea as well. Yeah. Mm. Maybe all of our listeners is going to sound a hell of a lot better. Yeah. And if you are listening, and uh, you can listen through my website, which is markscalia.com. And if you'd like to live chat, you can go to mixler.com or just click the uh, the actual audio box that's in my website. And you can actually... Oh, we have tons of people listening right now, um, which is fantastic. Oh, Jason's having a little wine. Oh. <laughs> uh, what was I? I totally had a senior moment. Oh, yeah. I, it's like I was talking, and then that was shiny, and then I forgot what I was saying. 
I can't tell you all the times I was, oh, is that a car noise? I heard a, I smell smoke. And it's, my favorite thing is doing, Karen. (laughs) My thing is that I believe that women, women think much faster than men. I do it in my act and I have this whole bit on it. But um, with with women, then I've noticed that women believe they make complete sentences, but they leave a lot of information out. So my running joke is when I speak with Karen, I start talking to her, and I'll say, honey, what's going on? She goes, I don't know. It's very cold outside. Monkeys eat cheese in the wintertime. I go, what? Sometimes sleds are on the other foot when you're shooing down the slope. What? And I have no idea what she's saying. <laughs> yes. So- <laughs> But um, where where are we? I so want to start talking like that. What you do, sweetheart? You do, you do. You just do in private. Nobody believes it. It was like Karen's so sweet and Karen's so nice and she's so articulate and she makes perfect sense. I'm like, live with her, live with her. And I could this. And people talk to me. Oh, oh, Mark is so funny and nice. I'm a miserable motherfucker. I'm a miserable (laughs) bastard. I am. I just like I need a shotgun, a rocking chair, and a hat, and just sit on the porch and wait for kids to walk in front of my house that's all i need to do but uh we'll we're already having some fun so yes if you're on my website and you're listening uh to this broadcast which i hope you are or if you're on facebook you can click in and blah 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 but if you want a live chat go to mixler.com just click the live button and then uh click right in um and i'm not on uh mixler live uh karen is and hopefully we'll see and i'll see who's on and blah 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 blah. Uh, but here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick little break and when we come back we're gonna play uh, a couple amazing games uh, and i know we're going to see how good see Kim's really good Ooh. Kim's really good when she's typing it in yeah. it's a whole different story when she's live there she's doing the live thing and you never know because it, it could go right at Hattie and you don't want I any I hope that. you have uh, a cricket's chirping sound bite because you're going to need that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the pressure yep. is on ladies and gentlemen you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me your host Mark Scalia and we will be right back From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage in songs were 9 out of 10. However, since 1993, modern-day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At the United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. We have made substantial progress, but we need your help. For just pennies a day, you can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. He used to be a very popular sax and even made it into concert halls in multiple countries and in dozens of songs. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America, because we can all use a little more sax. 
This is Jody Sloan, and I am listening to Radio Irregardless. And uh, honestly, the games were really stressful for me. I've taken a little razapam so I can sleep tonight. You know what? I don't even know if I recommend this show. If you have any kind of anxiety disorder, um, don't. Don't even bother. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and that was Jody Sloan. And just, she was true, she was totally traumatized by the games. <laughs> I swear to God. I, you know, some, I should, I should open one of two things at Guantanamo Bay. If I wanted to torture prisoners, what I would make them do is watch Duck Dynasty and Jersey Shore. That's the first thing. The second thing is I would make them play these fucking games. So true. <laughs> it's so true. Actually, another way to torture them is to open a um a dance recital place which is also in my act but i don't want to do my act on the air because i hate that so uh let's see uh all right so i know we just played the saxophone promo but um we're gonna get uh, <clears throat> we're gonna get to that a little bit later uh but our first game which is brand new we've never played it before this Ooh. is the debut of a wonderful game called would you like cheese with that Tell me something. Do you have any cheese at all? Yes, sir. Yes, we do have some cheese. And by the name, uh, uh, do you want cheese with that? These are cheesy lines from movies. And I've scoured, scoured the IMDb, the internet, the intraweb, and all the YouTubers, Facebooking, Vivio things to find the most cheesy one-liners uh, from movies, and because we have two ladies on the show, uh, usually I play a little guy kind of bang them. Because believe it or not, there's a ton. I don't know if you ladies know this. There's a ton of cheesy lines in action movies. No. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah, oh it would be you know God. something like. Uh, Ready your breakfast and eat hearty. But tonight <laughs> we die. Yeah, that's it, it's a cheesy line. It's a cheesy line. We know it's cheesy, but because we have ladies, I've geared these sound bites um, towards the um, the, uh, the the feminine, the testosterone um, uh, deficient okay. uh, sex, which would be the estrogen favored class. Um, this would be um, female movies or chick flicks, as they're better known. This isn't as. remotely sexist. No. <laughs> No, not at no, all. No, it's not sexist. I've I've leaned it towards you know I've geared it towards you. What do you think? If, Thank if you. If there was you know see I'm ethnic and I would play like Goodfellas, but there's no bad lines in a in a Scorsese movie, um, ever. That not I don't give a damn what he fuck what you do. And that's the you know, Daniel Day Lewis. All right. So because <laughs> it's alphabetical, and we started with Kim as introduction and Karen second. Karen goes first in this game. Oh boy! So, and as always, Woo-hoo. I keep score very poorly. So what I'm going to okay. do is I'm going to get my pen and paper. I'm terrified. Normally, what I would do is I would say K so for Kim. Yeah, I'm just going to go K for Kim and Karen for. I'll just spell it all out. Now, of course, I will play these sounds. Okay. And just like always, you have one full listen. Uh huh. And then if you know it right away, you can guess. And then I play it again. As soon as the second play is played, and you do not answer. You have five seconds, and then your opponent gets a chance to seal for the points. These are all worth 
one point apiece. And these are all movie titles. These are all, these are all movies. What you okay. have to do is you have to guess the movie. The movie. Okay. You cannot guess the actor. You cannot guess the character. You okay. must guess the movie. All right. Bring it. Karen, are you ready? I'm as ready as Kim, I'm are you ready be. to possible steal? <laughs> oh, yes. All right. And I'm going to start them early, and they're going to get more and more difficult. Okay. Karen, here's your sound. Button. All right. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'll play that once. No, I know what it is. And I will play it again. Get re- ready. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing yes. is correct. Woo! Oh, Karen got it right. Dirty Dancing. Hi. Yes, Karen got it right. Now, Kim. <clears throat> here we go. This one's a little longer sound bite, so you might have a better shot at it. And you, and I've kind of put these in such a way you might be able to get this. And here we go. Okay. Five million. That's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. Never leave the cave without it. <laughs> I will play that again. See, I, and if you know the actors, it'll help you out. Here we go. Five million. That's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. Never leave the cave without it. Kim? Oh, which one? Uh, Batman. Three, two. One. No. Batman Forever? Mm. No. Karen? Uh, Batman. Final answer, Batman. Just Batman. <laughs> yeah. I Just thought you Bat- said these were chick flicks. They... <laughs> Who's Who played Batman in this one? George Clooney. Yes. That's what makes it a chick flick? Good. Apparently, if Jane was listening, she'd know it. You are not a chick. It is not. No, it's not Batman. <laughs> it's not Batman. It's close, though. Kim, I may give you a partial credit for it. Uh, Say, so who played... Now, who played Batman? George Clooney. And and who's he speaking with? Speaking with... Um, oh, what's his name? Well, it's with Robin. Chris O'Donnell? Right. So the name of the movie might be... Oh, Batman and Robin. I bet you do all kinds of right. That's right. It is correct. <laughs> Kind of a gimme, but uh, Karen did not have a fucking shot at that. No. Oh, so, no, wow. You you don't get a chance to see how she looked at me. She looked at me like I just spent, I, like I I, I, I I get her to read Sanskrit. She was ridiculous. All right, Karen, here's your soundbite. It's only five seconds. Here okay. we go. All right. Here we go. What? Uh, can you just hold on for a second? I'm, I'm on my hamburger phone. Any guess? Oh, I know exactly. Oh, oh, I know exactly which one I it is. I will play it again. I, I, uh, uh, Juno. Can you just hold on for a second? That I'm would be Juno. Final answer. Juno is correct. Woo! Oh my god! <laughs> nice. All right, now it's going to get a little tricky. It's going to get a little more difficult. Oh jeez! Here we go, Kim. You ready? Oh jeez! I'm not letting go. I can't. I love you too, damn much. Oh, kind of an action God. movie, but um, the lead the lead is kind of a, uh, a chick guy. Here we go. I'm not letting go. I can't. I love you too, damn Any oh, guesses? Um, no, Jason, none of these clips are from porn movies. I, we've gone over that. <laughs> we've gone over that a ton of times. Oh. God, the guy wins at poker one week and he thinks he can control my show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Who's the who's the lead actor? Karen, do you know? Chance uh, to steal? 
Well, it's definitely not Leonardo DiCaprio because he did let go. So it's it's not the Titanic. Any, uh, any guesses? Can, Kim? I, can we play it one more time? Yeah, no. can play it. No? Okay. All right, one more time. Up for grabs. I can't. I love you too damn much. Wow. Jeez. All right. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? And Keanu even Reeves? It's Keanu Reeves. It is. Yes, it, it is. Keanu Reeves. <gasps> it's Keanu Reeves. It's up okay. for grabs. Keanu. Oh, my God. So it's one of oh. the Matrixes? What is yeah. it? Matrix? One of the Matrixes? No. Uh... Yeah. Matrix which, 1, which, Matrix 2, which, Matrix 3. Wait a minute, Karen. Gee, <laughs> Third one, Matrix 3. Which one, Karen? Uh, Matrix 3, I don't know. I, Karen says Matrix 3. Kim? Yeah, I was going to say Matrix 3. Uh, you would both be wrong. That ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the... F- oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, it's not. It's the second one. <laughs> you had to double check. I <laughs> It's a, you know what it is because it just says Matrix. I'm like it's uh, it's Matrix Two, so let me put that in. Like it fucking matters at this point. So no points. And again, not a chick flick movie. No, all right, really. all right, Karen, you ready? Here we go. Go for it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna get this. I doubt it. Not even our listeners. Jenny, I, I'm sorry. Don't love means never having to say you're sorry. That's a classic quote, and that's where it's from. Karen, any guesses? I'll play it again. Yeah, we'll play it one more time. If you guess the actors, you may be able to get it. Mm-hmm. Jenny, I'm sorry. Don't. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Love means never having to say you're sorry, Karen. Yes? Uh, no, I don't have a guess, and it actually does sound familiar. Kim? Uh... It was Ryan O'Neill saying, uh, saying the other one. Jeez. Any guesses? Oh, 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 wait. Love Story. <laughs> what? Okay. Love Story it is as a steal. <gasps> well done. Wow. Well done. We are all tied up and it's getting spooky up in here. Classic. In here. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Oh. Love Story, bitches. <laughs> Paul said Love Story. Why does Paul Kravitz know that? That's Wow. <laughs> I, I like I didn't even know where the quote was until I heard that. All right. Okay. This one is to Kim. There you okay. go. This one's tricky. I'm also just a girl. Standing in front of a boy. Asking him to love her. Um, that is one of my favorite films, Notting Hill. Oh my God! Didn't even need it played twice. Wow, that was right. impressive. I could have been right, so I'm still right because I could have been wrong. And I got to say one thing: <laughs> just listening to these in editing, I, I, I gagged a little on every single soundbite. Every single, I'm like, it's Julia, it's Julia Robert. <laughs> I was like, stop it. Just <laughs> Oh, oh, Karen, I'm sorry, but you will never get this. I probably, unless it has a subtitle, I I probably won't get it. It doesn't. But if you guess the actress, you might be able to get it. Okay. And this is a really bad movie. This is for our listeners as well. Karen, here you go. It's turkey time. Huh? Gobble, gobble. (laughs) It's It's turkey time. Gobble, gobble. Playing it again. Any guess? Want to guess? Mm, I'll hear it one more time, see if I can get the actress. It's turkey time. Huh? Gobble, gobble. Karen? Not a clue. Nothing? Nothing. Kim? I, got- I don't have anything, no. Really? Our really? Lis- our listeners? Our listeners must have something. 
It's it's. Listen to it again. It's turkey time. It's turkey time. Huh? Gobble gobble. <laughs> I don't know, but she sounds psychotic. I don't. She is. <laughs> That's Jennifer Lopez. Oh. And Ben Affleck oh. in a movie that that's why you and I will never make a film because we're married. It's it's Geely. Did anyone ever even see that? Nobody saw it. Phyllis saw it. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> that's just, you know, the whole point. She's trying to be sexy and she's in the bed and she's like at her legs, her knees and her knees. She goes, it's turkey time. And she's like rubbing her thigh and she goes, it's turkey time. And he's like, what? And she goes, gobble, gobble. And I'm like, uh, that's just that is too a, much information. That is the worst Mm-mm. way to ask somebody Mm-mm. to have intimacy. And my niece might still be listening, so that's about as clean as I can get it. So no points scored, uh, deservedly so, on Geely. Um, That was Karen's, and now Kim. Oh, my God. This one, here we go. You complete me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) You had me at hello. Oh. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Yeah, I guess. That would be Jerry Maguire? That would be Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Complete me. It's, listen, I listen. Just, has, shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Yeah. You had me at hello. Yeah. It just totally creeps me out. Cheesy movies are not just for guys. They're not just for guys. So all of a sudden, the 300 sound bite didn't sound that bad anymore, does it? Not at all. I mean, not, you know. <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror, only not. Yeah, see, that's a cheesy line, but still, not as bad as these love story crap things. Oh, speaking of that, where are we? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh. So that was Kim. Mm. Karen, I think you've been systematically eliminated. I think I have been. uh, Let's say that was... No, there's two more. So what you'd have to do is you'd have to get both of these to possibly tie. All right. All right. uh, Here we go, Karen. All right. Stepping it up. Go ahead. I love you, Molly. I've always loved you. Ghost. Ghost would be (laughs) the correct answer right there. Ghost. I love nice. you. I love you, Molly. I've always loved you. He's a real ghost now. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, yeah. that was bad. Come on, too soon. What the fuck? <laughs> that was bad. It's not like I killed him. Um, what did he yeah. die from anyway? Didn't he have cancer? Yeah, yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, uh, now that the show's ground to a fucking halt. All, <laughs> all right. And this last one, Karen. Be prepared to steal, because I know you get this one. All right. And just so I'm not playing favorites, Karen is so far away from the screen, um, she can't see. She's not wearing her glasses or her contacts. She And I said, and I I, I, <laughs> I, I was going to punch her, but then she goes, no, we're a blindfold. It's okay. Don't hit me again. Um, so we went with that. That's exactly what I said. It's, it's yeah. close to what you mm-hmm. said. All right. Now, this would be for Kim. Here we go. Okay. So what happened after... He climbed up the tower and rescued her. She rescues him right back. Oh. Oh. Uh, pretty woman. Pretty woman. She's got it. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. Wow. You got five. Five out of, out of 11. And nice. Karen wow. got four. So, so, so far, Karen, not tremendously bad. 
Uh, Gee, honey, thank you. Well, <laughs> that's my phrase. Somebody, in this household, uh, that would be yes. Some, somebody typed in, uh, actually, Jason typed in cancer humor. How funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're hitting new lows. Really? Actually, cancer is very funny if you watch Terrence and Philip. Oh, any, yes. Anybody can say, cancer is very funny. <laughs> I hope you get cancer, Terrence. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. All right. So that being said, that was our first edition of uh, Would You Like Cheese with That? And that's as, fu- that's as easy as to play. And uh, Kim, not only good typing in, but badass live in person. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to check that off my little list. And let's play a little Sounds Like Sax to Me. Oh, yeah. That's our intro, the Michael Stanley band, He Can't Love You, uh, which is a very obscure uh, saxophone reference. Nobody gets it ever. Uh, So here's what we got. And as you may or not may or not remember for our listening audience, this is sounds like sax to me, where I play a saxophone solo. Because according to the um, the uh, the saxophone PSA we did, saxophones are not being used as much as um, they used to in the uh, the late seventies, early eighties, and into the early nineties. Um, but a lot of these songs are come. A few of these songs are kind of new. And uh, since Karen started the last round, Kim will start this one. These are about uh, 20, 15, 20 second uh, segments where if you know the song right away, just in, it, uh, interject. You can interject, and by the end of the song, you'll get one guess. And if you do not guess right, your opponent gets a single guess. And that's how we play. These are all worth one point apiece. Kim, are you ready? I think so. Here we go. Jeez. I want to say it's Macklemore. Uh, yeah. The name of that song. Uh, the name of the you song? Need the, you need the name of the song too, right? I need the artist and the name. Uh, Can you jump in? Uh, I need a guess. I need a guess. It's rem- yeah. Three. Thrift store. Thrift store. You know this game sacks, man. Yeah, she got it at the last possible. It is. That is Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Thrift store. Ryan Lewis. I couldn't remember the other guy. It's a great song. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. (laughs) And that's how we end on that. Uh, And Karen, this next one goes to you. Now, you're only down by four. Yeah. No, actually, um, three against six, down by three. Yeah. But you can, you can, clearly, clearly, um, you might be able to beat Kip. I don't know if it's possible. All right. Here you go. <laughs> I don't know Here about we go. that. Ready? <laughs> uh, Diamond know, Life Shade. If you know it, interrupt. Oh. Diamond Life Shade. You have to the end of the song. Do I need to the end of the song? <laughs> <laughs> She got it. <laughs> yeah, because if you didn't, I would have interrupted you. Oh, is that not the name? <laughs> no, I actually, it's, she said Diamond Life at the end of it, so why would I include that? <laughs> so you have one guess. Diamond Life, Shadi. <laughs> what? I don't get it. What am I doing wrong? 
<laughs> okay, moving on. Kim, one guess to steal. Uh, Smooth operator, Shade. I don't know. I'm going to go through the whole no. song. Kim? Uh, one I guess. Don't I don't know. Karen, do you want to guess again? Smooth operator. Is it? Smooth operator, it isn't it now? Yes. That's how that works. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's Diamond Life is the first thing she says. Uh, yeah. But it's not, all right. The song's like 25 years old. Yeah, right? and that's why <laughs> saxophones need to be used more. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Here we go, Kim. This one's, okay. a, this one's very tricky. You might get the band, but they got to get the song too. Here we go. Mm. It's a very long sax over. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, one guess. Come on, Kim. Jeez. Before the oh. listeners get it. I know it. Oh. I need a guess. It's. From, I want to say it's from an '80s movie, and I can't think of the name. Nope. Nope. I don't know. Like nothing? Don't know. Karen? Oh, no. She's right. It's a montage music to every 80s no, movie no, she's, ever made. No, she's not right. <laughs> okay, moving on. No, she's not right. It's the band Quarter Flash. There we go. Do you want me? Do you want me? Do you want me? Do you want me? Take me to heart. That's the name of the song, Take Me to Heart. I would have never got that. Never oh. in a million years. Nope. I was a huge quarter flash. Yeah. Huge, huge quarter uh, flash. Totally, totally into quarter flash. I love yeah. your Boston accent with that name. Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking listening to quarter flash for like a fucking hour. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, did you see the fucking video on MTV? It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was fucking awesome. All right, so quarter Kim, flash. Kim did not quarter. get quarter flash. Uh, so that's no points. So now Karen has an opportunity, but Kim, no, that was Kim's joke. Now it's Karen. Right. You get this one. I know you will, and I'm not yes. even going to try. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Only the Lonely. That's right. Yeah. By the motels. <laughs> it's like I told you. A little bit of obscure trivia. My mother originally told me not to listen to that song. And I said, why? And this is when it came out. And my sister might get a kick out of this. She always thought it said, only the lonely get laid. <laughs> And she goes, what are you listening to? And I go, it's a song. She goes, only the lonely get laid. I don't want you listening to that. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's only the lonely can stay. And she was not listening Jason to said that. he's seen these bands in concert. What? Yeah. Jason's like eight years old. <laughs> Unbelievable. It was a zygote when he, he went to be, the concert. He might be nine. <laughs> 
Here we go. All right. And here we go. Let's see. I got to make sure I, I watch this. God, I've seen those bands. Oh, true. It's so sad. My sister said. All right. Uh, Kim. Yes. You, you might get this. They actually yeah. redid this song. Here we go. 40 seconds worth of saxophone. Oh, God. Here we go. And you got to get it before the listeners. I feel like I'm stuck in an elevator. <laughs> oh, oh, Jason got it. Yes. But I love the name he wrote down. Spaniel Ballet? Spaniel Ballet? <laughs> oh, Kim, what's a song? What's a, what's a song? What's a song, Kim? Quick, before he says it. I, uh, I don't know. I'm give not me, even looking at the give me the Give me the song uh, before somebody else gets it. I got it. I don't know. Come on. Karen, do you know I don't have anything. True. <laughs> I'm off my sax tonight. Uh. Karen got the song. Everybody together. I bought a ticket to But now it's come back again. I would drive around in my 76 Cutlass and cry because she is gone and I miss her so much. <laughs> Come on, everybody. True. Wait. I know this much is true. Oh, yeah. Now she gets it. Now I got it. And Sandy's got the name right. There you go. E-A-U. Thank you, Sandy. Spangler Ballet. Jeff Spangler. Jeff Piccoli Ballet. Jason Spader Ballet. He's all over the place. <laughs> He's on the blacklist. He was an embryo when that came out. Come on, give me a break. Jason Spader's on the blacklist. All right, oh, so true. that was Kim's, right? Yes. And Karen got it. So I hate to tell you, ladies, we're all tied up. Ooh. Oh, oh it's oh. getting a little interesting here. All right, oh, this God. was one of my favorite songs. It really was. And I would. And I'm, I got to say, I love this song. And see if, I don't know if any of our listeners will get it. Karen? This is for you. Only 15 seconds. Okay. Oh, my God. I know this. Oh. Give me a guess. Wow. Come on. I need a guess. Uh. Three, two, one. Oh, it's going to kill me. One. I know, I know. Kim, it. any guesses? Uh, crickets chirping. Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know, I know it. Listeners, anybody? I don't know. This was a, a, a woman called Melissa Manchester. And oh, I, yeah. I loved this song. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish your listeners could see you dancing in your chair right now. I swear to God, he has shoulder pads growing right now on this side. My mullet's going crazy. And a mullet. Here we go. You should hear how she talks about you. You should hear what she says. Oh, now I recognize it. (laughs) It's the chorus. Here we go. I have to hear the chorus. Right over the head. 
That's it. Oh my god. That's Melissa Manchester. Wow. Oh, I totally love that song. I was like I was like putting this together going, "My god, I want these songs. I love these songs." So, that is no points for anybody. Okay, moving on. So, we are moving on. Uh this was that was Karen and now where am I? Uh-huh. You know, some, yeah. somebody's got to score because I, I'm not that good at keeping track of shit. <laughs> and there's only three of us here. <laughs> uh, this is Kim's. We lock the cat out of the bedroom. So. This is Kim's. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here we go. Kim, ready? Mm. 20 seconds. Um, it's a really obscure obscure saxophone song. Very obscure. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Clarence Clements played in it. Uh, shit, I don't know. Nothing? I need a no. guess. Nothing? I'd... Coming up empty? Yeah. Karen? You're a friend of mine. You are a friend of mine. <laughs> and who's the other singer? Oh... No points unless you get the other singer. Oh, no, that's not fair. You oh, just, that is You fair. just coughed up that rule just now. No, I'm in control of the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mi- yes, these saxophones aren't from porn, Jason. My God. <laughs> He's like, my God. It's just, it's, is that a bad makeout song? It's yes. so true. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Does that, do any of our listeners know who actually sang with... Um, uh, Clarence Clemens on that. Oh, I think Paul has it right. I think it's Jackson Brown. It is Jackson yeah, Brown. Yeah, yes, well done, Paul. Jackson Brown. I'll tell you what, Circle will get a square for Paul. Ooh. You know this game sax, man. There you go. But unfortunately, oh, wait a minute, Karen, you got it, right? Yeah. Well, technically, you got some. I'll give you half a point because uh, I... Oh, gee, honey, thank you. Because I live with you. Mm. All right. And I don't want it to be uncomfortable after we get off air because it will... <laughs> Uh, Kim, <laughs> yes. Song for you, forty-three seconds. Very long saxophone solo. One of the longest saxophone solos. It's longer than the Spandau Ballet saxophone solo. Ah, oh, Forty-three seconds long, and if you know it, just blurt it out. Okay. Oh, oh, uh, Duran Duran Rio. It is Duran Duran in Rio. Finally. <laughs> Shit, now you have to play the lottery. All right. It's I'm telling you, this song goes on and on and on. We got I'm telling you, you just gotta listen to the 43 seconds worth of saxophone. (laughs) It's the longest saxophone song. Everybody loves Duran Duran. But it's like the longest one in in total. I've seen Oh, here's an obscure here's an obscure uh, connection. Uh, Sandy uh, Sandy Winters is actually listening. When I was the sumo. With mm-hmm. with Scott Winters, yeah, I had to dress up as a sumo. Yes, fucking glamorous. I'm bragging. Um, but at that at the uh, the Boston Convention Center where we did it, Duran yeah. Duran was playing in the next room. No, it was part of it. Yep. So let me get this in. straight. People had a choice of either seeing you two dressed up as sumo wrestlers or Duran Duran in the other room. Oh, they didn't have to choose. They got both. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. a ticket. No, what they did is they walked through, and and uh, myself and Scott uh, were dressed as sumo wrestlers, and uh, beautiful models were runwaying through the ring, and they 
got to beat us up uh, systematically. Um, it, it was, was the a, best gig ever. It, it was actually it's a very <laughs> memorable gig. So um, Kim got the points for that. We were still tied up. Karen, my listeners, you'll never get this. I would give money to somebody who gets this if I cared enough to give money to somebody. <laughs> and Karen, here we go. Right. This is, again, one of my favorite groups. This is my shit. I actually know this song. I mean, I... I Let me kn- guess. Mm. It's, it's, it's like a... I think it's like one word, like rain or something. Nope. No? Give me a guess. Love. Wait a minute. Is the word love in there? Yeah, I need a guess. Love overboard. Love over... <sighs> Kim? Man. Kim? <sighs> Anybody? No. It sounds familiar, but ugh, I don't know it. Where does it go, go from here? It's Haircut 100. Yeah. The the cafe. Ay, 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 coming. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah. Love plus ay, one. Ay, Paul's ay, got ay, it. Ay, ay, ay. Ah, there, there it is. There we go. Red Adam, Red Adam, Red Adam, Red Adam. Love, love, love plus one. There we go. <laughs> yes. It's love plus one. <laughs> no points. But of course, once again, Paul. You know this game sacks, man. You're killing it, baby. I'm loving it. Now, this is what we is, because we're all tied up. It's tied up, seven apiece. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play it, and the first person uh-huh. that interjects all right. will be the winner of the first fan favorite, the fan mm-hmm. appreciation 2014 show. Here we go. Kim, are you ready? Okay. Karen, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Oh, uh, um, I, um, Billy Ocean. Um, Car- Caribbean Queen. Karen, what did you say? Oh, I can't take it away from her. This is <laughs> she got it right. Billy Ocean. We're gonna go for a tie. Billy Ocean. Caribbean Queen. <laughs> but Karen said Caribbean Queen. Karen got it right. No. Barely. <laughs> Barely. She's I'm splitting yep. it with Kim. Well, see, the problem is Kim started blurting out some information, which gave you the point to cheer. So you stole it. You stole it. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been <laughs> Sounds Like Sax to Me. A very intense game. Very intense. It's been it's been like mental over here. It's mental. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a sponge, and I'm going to squeeze out my drawers because it's been hot up in here. It's just been hot. It's craziness of it, yeah. It's uh, just madness, as it were. Um, ladies and gentlemen, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on what I was supposed to be doing. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to tally up the scores and make sure that my math is right, because um, I went to vocational school, and I got to double and triple check my math and make sure my supervisor knows exactly what's happening here. But we will be right back. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and if you're visiting Salem this holiday season, then come in and see me in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Hi, this is Paul Kravitz. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, 
And if you're visiting Salem this holiday season, then come in and see me in Charles. Love food and wine? Take a Salem food tour and discover a delicious way to walk through history. Salem food tours are guided walking tours of historic Salem, Massachusetts. They are the perfect way to explore the downtown and waterfront areas while enjoying tastings at some of Salem's best food shops and restaurants. Enjoy talks with chefs and fellow food lovers while learning all about our illustrious maritime spice trades and more. With today's culinary renaissance, locals and visitors agree Salem is truly a delicious place to explore. To get information on our year-round tours or to buy tickets or gift certificates, visit SalemFoodTours.com. Hi, this is Paul Kravitz. You're listening to Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia. Or is it with... I don't know, but you're listening to it, and that's the important thing. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back after that heated, heated little debate right there going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, it was good. It I was, feel like Molly Ringwald yeah. will do it was something. Very yeah. good. And I was, I'm telling you, and I, I personally love that round because that's a, that's a, uh, that's, I just love the music. It's the whole, it's all that stuff. It's just, it's too fun. It's too fun. And we played a little uh, current stuff and a little, you mm-hmm. know, Macklemore and all the way back to Sadie. Or Sade. You play some older stacks like Coleman Hawkins or John Coltrane, then I'd probably be able to ring in a lot. No, no, no. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like like <laughs> that's like saxophone shit. What? But I'm talking about it's classy. Actually, sax. you know something? Classy sax. Here we. I'll tell you what. Um, the next time we play the game, it's actually featured in the '74 to um, '87 range. So, and it's actually going a, way back, like stuff that, yeah. So if you want to go further back, we're going to go hit the Wayback Machine, and that's what we're going to do. The Wayback Machine. So, um, so I would uh, <clears throat> I would like to thank our guests, and before we uh, before we say goodbye to them, um, I just didn't know if you guys um, now, Kim, <clears throat> you're actually not in the entertainment field per se, but it must be pretty entertaining to <laughs> see <laughs> BU students come in and go. Uh, I don't understand. It was a banana, and they you know put cuffs on me. It's just a fucking banana, man. <laughs> didn't hurt anybody. You know, it's not my fault. It was attached to a monkey. I didn't even know. I didn't even bring the monkey. Somebody just had a monkey with him. So, um, but uh, I actually it, had that student earlier today. <laughs> Is it a monkey? It wasn't a monkey. Hey, man, Charlie, it wasn't a monkey. It was a chimpanzee, man. Get it right. So they're protected. <laughs> uh, so, but Kim, if there's anything that you'd like to promote or say that you got going on or coming up or anything you look forward to, a big game on Sunday, you can talk about that. You a big Pats fan? Uh, yes, I am, but I'm also a big Saints fan, so I'm a bit disappointed that uh, uh, yeah. they didn't make it. But the Pats are my other team. One of these years, I'd love to see a Pats Saints Super Bowl. Who knows? Yeah, well, I actually we did play at one point. No, it's a playoff game. Mm-hmm. It's a playoff game. But I just don't like the Seahawks. Yeah, neither do I. Oh my God, you know what it is? It's maybe it's Pete Carroll. But I mean, and Paul actually used to live in uh, Seattle, and we would, you know, we would perform at the uh, the Comedy Underground, which is right around the corner from the from the Seattle uh, Superdome, which they blew up, um, mm-hmm. and then or blew down, and then rebuilt, or blah blah blah. But it's some about the Seahawks. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't. 
not yeah. a fan. Not feeling it, yeah. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. And, you know, I mean, I hope I hope 49 is... Actually, I saw this funny thing. I started playing with some stuff on Facebook today. I mean, um, on Photoshop today. I'm getting pretty good at it. And I, I warped Karen's face. Um, and it actually, I made her eyes look really squinty and her nose look really big. And I don't know if you guys remember... You can type this in because if you buy a computer... Um, I said, you know what you look like? I go, you look like a goon. And she went, what do you mean? And I go, the goon from Popeye. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about them. Yeah. And the funny thing is when you type in goon and Popeye, yeah. <laughs> Matt Kaepernick's picture comes up. Because <laughs> I guess he looks like a goon. It's hysterical. Because he's got a big nose and small eyes. He just... <laughs> 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 it's not my fault. I didn't I do it. The inter- yeah. Blame the internet. That's right. Blame the internet. Blame it's Google. not my fault. Yeah, blame oh. Google. It's not my. It's, it's, it's. Yeah, blame Google. Yeah, but it's not my search engine. Huh? Hey, I'm just. I'm just part of this whole thing. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the game on Sunday, and, and so we'll look forward to that. And then hopefully the C- Seahawks will lose to San Francisco. It'll be a uh, Boston San Fran. Because I got, I got friends who live in San Fran, they're very happy that the Forty Niners are are in there, and going to be a nice thing. So, nice. and Karen, um, what do you got going on coming up that you like to promote with your uh, whole thing? I got a couple of things. Uh, so everyone, most people know I wear two hats. So one of my hats, I'm jumping back on stage again, and I'll be performing up in Newburyport at the Firehouse Theater for their one act play festival coming up and uh, I'm on that Saturday February 1st and uh, yeah everyone all your listeners will know the other person on stage with me that night I'm looking forward to doing that one act with you honey oh well, <laughs> well I can I can get to that soon but how about on, in the food tours and the food tours I know we played the promo we had some glitches yeah. with playing the promo yeah so um, other than that acting wise I have food tours coming up I've got a uh, I've got some Valentine's food tours coming up so we're going to do some extra chocolate very nice yeah, and nice. we're going to have some uh, chats about what foods are aphrodisiacs. and um, Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lobster. Oh, my God. Lobster and oysters. Oh, my God. Because oysters almost they put you in a mood because they they they're, like, they're like wet and they're like slippery, and it's like wet and slippery. <laughs> Please say goodnight to her. I said on air, all right, because, okay. I typed in goodnight to my niece, but apparently I have to say goodnight to her. So, goodnight, Mary. Go to bed. It is quarter past. She's like nine years old. What is she still doing? I blame the parents. I don't know. I know she's actually a little older than that. No, she's nine. No. She's not. No, she's eight. She's eight. <laughs> she's eight. I know my sister's going to correct me in a second. Anyway. Yeah. But yes, so, and, and, yeah, I have some Valentine's the, food tours, tours coming up. People can find out about those if they go to my website, SalemFoodTours.com. And uh, this should be fun. I have my first gluten-free food tour coming up this Sunday. It's mm, sold out. That no, it should awesome. be fun. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So, um, so yeah, it'll be good. Um, and, that sounds <laughs> awesome. And can we can we get some of this? Nobody can beat my balls. The sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, wow! That's that's great. You'll love my balls, ladies. It's oh Alec, Alec Baldwin. He always sounds like he's a serial killer. It's Alec Baldwin. Hey, Lewis, what's going on? It's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> my new bit I'm working on is it says um, Mark Wahlberg did an audition to be in Batman: The Dark Knight. Did you know that, listeners? Yep. He did. 
And I'm actually, I actually found it, and I can't. I'm actually putting together this Mark Wahlberg going. Do you know I got these scars? My father was a bit of a drinker and a fiend. <laughs> hey, Batman. Guess where I put the poison beverages? <laughs> not you. Not you. Not you. <laughs> anyway. That's perfect. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. I'm a fighter. I'm going to I'm going to blow up boats. <laughs> These are my dogs. I know the TV guy. He's a squealer. Anyway. Uh so <laughs> <laughs> God bless Mark Wahlberg. I mean, he's sometimes I, I don't think I he's got a to bad, see him in his underwear live. Oh that God. was let's, pretty amazing. Yeah, well, that's a story I love hearing about constantly on the David O. Russell, the fighter <laughs> set, where Karen looked at, she looked at Christian Bale and said, "Isn't that guy so lucky to do a background next to Michael, next to Mark Wahlberg?" And I go, "That's fucking Batman, baby." Mickey <laughs> 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 Wood. Mickey Ward. That's all he kept saying. Anyway, uh, we are running a little a little behind schedule, but uh, I would <laughs> I would like. Oh, who's this? Usta Eka. I can't read that. I don't speak Spanish. Usted is the. Who's in the house? Are you in the house? I am in the yeah. house. I'm, that's where I'm broadcasting from. Coincidentally, <laughs> in my house uh, or uh, su casa, mi casa, mi casa. Um, Vinny, I- <laughs> Paul, you fucking. Yes, of course he did. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for being uh, with me on the um, on the debut of the 2014 um, Radio Irregardless Woo! program. Um, and I'd like to thank both my on uh, stu- my in studio guest Karen Scalia and my on air uh, Skype guest Kim Santos. Thank you. Join us next week where we're going to be live weekly broadcast. Our guests will be two amazingly funny comedians. Uh, or comics or actors if you want to be a sponsor or do a promo call Radio Irregardless at RadioIrregardless.com at gmail.com this has been Radio Irregardless hosted by Mark Scalia your non-standard blend of their respective listening and regardless enjoy Radio Irregardless was written directed and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com I'd like to thank my on-air guests courtesy of Skype and all the online listeners for their comments the Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2013. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.